0: And you'll see that okay, so Rambus is sort of from June this year has has gone on a fairly decent run, um, and then you can pick apart more more data and more detail on this. So we can look at yeah, you know, look at the financials, and you can see the income statement for the last financial year, the year before that, year before that, year before that. You can see the revenue growth. Uh, you can see the gross profit growth you can see the operating income growing. So this is all you know. net income, that's a, that's a profit. That's last year they, they had a net profit, happy days. Uh, likewise, you can look at the balance sheet. Welcome to the Exponential Investor Podcast. Want to be a better, smarter, more clued up investor? Well, you've come to the right place. We cover the breakthrough investment ideas you don't hear about in the mainstream to keep you on top of the mega trends and opportunities reshaping our world good morning welcome to a friday episode of the exponential investor podcast uh i'm your editor sam Volkery. i am here on my own today uh without shay russell who is uh away at an event uh, as mentioned last week so today it's just me um and you'll see i have gone full gamer today uh, with my headset and everything um mainly because while i will be doing this by myself uh, we are going to be joined today by my computer screen. So I wanted to run through with you one of the great tools that you can use that is free to research stocks. I get a lot of questions uh, from people asking, uh, what software should I use? What platforms can I use? What can I buy, subscribe to? How do I find data? Uh, data points on stocks and how do I just access a whole range of different uh, tools to to research and, and find out a bit about some of the investable world that's out there. Um, one of the best free tools available to you is Yahoo Finance. Um, it is a great data aggregation site. It is free. And what I wanted to do today was to just show you how to use it. Because I think a lot of people don't really even know what it is, how to find it, and let alone how to use it. So today is a very simple kind of how to use Yahoo Finance to screen and research stocks. So first things first, I am going to share with you my screen. And if I pull that up, we should have access to it right away hopefully <laughs> relying on technology is always a uh a tricky business okay there we go all right cool so uh this is yahoo this is the uk yahoo site uh just the normal yahoo site they've got you know news and scoreboards for the uh champions league all that sort of stuff but what you want to do is when you go to yahoo is to go to the finance tab uh, which you can see there you click on the finance tab and that will take you to the yahoo finance page you can also just go directly to it which is uh the the url is uk.finance.yahoo.com and you can see there's a whole bunch of news and information and different currencies and you can sign in and set up an account and they've got the finance home site, they've got news, um, market data, there's a whole section on crypto, there's a whole section on Brexit, uh, loads of loads of stuff for everyone. Um, what you'll also find is over over the side here, there's three little little dots, little buttons. Uh, and if you go down to the My Screeners section, this is where we want to jump into today because the My Screeners section is a really useful tool to find stocks. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, you know, in the, on the UK market, there's at any given time somewhere around 1,800 to 2,000 stocks uh, that are publicly listed. Uh, the Australian Stock Exchange is much the same in any given sort of day it's about 2000 or so stocks uh, you know globally there's well in excess of i think 40 45000 publicly listed companies that you can invest in quite easily through a typical online broker so in the process of researching and investigating stocks you have got to figure out how to filter 50 40 to 50000 stocks from around the world and there are there are plenty of tools out there and 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 data services that you can subscribe to uh if you're rich enough you can have a bloomberg terminal um there's a thousand and one different options out there but for me if you're a i guess just a your typical investor that's got a pension that's got some stocks and shares ices perhaps uh, for you and your kids or your your, your, your family, whatever. Um, this is a free, easy to use tool that does a lot of the things that paid services do for free. So why wouldn't you at least look at at, you, at using it? And, and what you'll find is when you go to the screeners section, there's actually a whole bunch of, of screeners already there for you. So, uh, you know, the day gainers. You can filter stocks ordered in descending order by price percentage change with respect to the previous close. Growth technology stocks, technology stocks with revenue and earnings growth in excess of 25%. Well, considering that there's been a massive sell-off on growth technology stocks in the last year, let's have a look at what this pre-made screener Brings up for us. So if we click on growth technology stocks in the Yahoo Finance screeners, what you'll see here is if, if I click over here, the applied filters, it gives me all the different filter da- data points that, that it's using. So here we've added quarterly revenue growth year on year, percentage wise, is 25 to 50%, 50% to 100%, or greater than 100%. And The one-year percentage change in earnings per share is also along those. The sector is technology, and the exchange we're looking at here is America. So the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange. And then what you'll see is there are 66 companies that meet that criteria. So out of all the stocks on the NASDAQ and New York Stock Exchange, we have filtered it down into the technology sector and have got revenue growth and earnings per share growth over the last year, 66, 66 of them. And so you can see here we got microelectronics, Qualcomm, on semiconductor. Interestingly enough, the top four here, semiconductor, 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 semiconductor. That's probably saying something. What you'll also see here is a whole bunch of data. So you'll see the price intraday, the change, the percentage change, the volume that's being traded, the average volume, their market cap, uh, the price to earnings ratio. And over here, I always love this when you pull up these screeners, is the 52 week range. And you can see all all of them are right down the lower end of their 52 week range except for Rambus Inc. Rambus Inc is pushing up towards the high point of its 52 week range. So what you can also what you can also get from just this visual here is that so something like Rambus for example, you know, the there's obviously clearly some momentum behind this stock whereas everything else is cratered on semiconductors sort of mid-range, but Rambus is clearly moving up. Now, if there's 66 of these, we're only displaying 25 at the moment. We can expand that view by clicking down here and we can show hundred rows. I mean, we're only going to see 66 because there's only 66 and we can scroll through and we can see all of them. Uh, So we got Rambus is again, near its 52 week high, BTRS holdings up near its 52 week high, a few in the mid range through here. And as you'll see, most of them right down the end. Super microcomputer, bang right up there. Benchmarks, so you can start to use a bit of these, a bit of the data here as indicators around momentum. Um, let's let's look at Rambus though, for example. So we've we've got sixty six stocks here that have have shown the the filters that we've applied, and I want to look at Rambus. So what I would do, because I want to see why, I want to see why is this up around a fifty two week high. So if we click on Rambus, that'll take us directly. Did I click? There we go. Take us to the stock. And then we can use the tools that are available here. We can look at the one-year chart, clicking on the one-year, and you'll see that, okay, so Rambus is sort of from June this year has has gone on a fairly decent run. Um, and then you can pick apart more, more data and more detail on this. So we can look at, you know, look at the financials. And you can see the income statement for the last financial year, the year before that, year before that, year before that. You can see the revenue growth. Uh, you can see the gross profit growth. You can see the operating income growing. So this is all you know, net income. That's a that's a profit. That's last year they they had a net profit. Happy days. Uh, it's, likewise, you can look at the balance sheet. Again, last year cash and cash equivalents, current assets, net property, plant and equipment, total assets. Check out the liabilities, and you can get the total stockholder equity and total liabilities and stockholder equity. Um, what else we got? Cash flows. You can look at the net income, changing cash, free cash flow, um, and you'll see you know this is a pretty healthy free cash flow. You can, you know, there's, there's lots more information. There's historical data. So you can go back and look at the daily share price movement. You can look at different ratios around the statistics uh, if that comes up. So there we go. There's more data around the, the float, average volume, return on assets, forward dividend rates or yields if applicable, which in this case it's not, net income, earnings per share, loads and loads and loads and loads of data. So let's go back to the screeners. So that's one way of of using Yahoo Finance. You can look at some of the default screeners there. But what you really want to do is you want to create your own screener and apply some of the data points for yourself in order to look at whatever the investable world is that you want to look at. So we were looking at United States there before. So let's change that region. So we're going to get rid of United States. We're going to add... United Kingdom. So we just search for United Kingdom. We add that. So we're now looking in the UK. Now, do we want to look at small, mid, large, or mega cap? Well, let's look at, say, mid cap. So we'll click at the mid cap. And then we do we want to look at price? We don't want to look at price intraday. Maybe we want to look at a sector. Um, So let's look at... Hmm, where should we go? Energy. We love an energy play. What you can then do is within that, oil and gas, thermal coal, uranium. Let's look at oil and gas drilling. Okay, so we've got six energy mid-caps. Let's find those stocks. Okay, there we go. Oh, come on. Work for me. Uh, it was searching. Oh, hang on. We've lost the industry. Hang on. I'll need to add that back again. Oil and gas drilling. Six. Fine stocks. Okay. There we go. Okay. Sometimes it gets a little bit buggy. That may just be because I'm doing the shared screen, but you can see that you can add different filters. All right. So let's get rid of the sectors Let's stick with the – let's get rid of the quarterly year-on-year. Year. Let's add our region. I don't know why we lost our region there for – we can – this isn't the greatest demonstration when it fails on you. Get rid of that. We want to add some filters. So when you go to the add filters, you can see all the different things you can add here. Sector and industry, exchange, uh, dividend and splits, valuations, share statistics, loads of different stuff. So let's take a look at, hmm, price to earnings. Let's take a look at, net income. So let's get rid of energy. Right. So we want to find mid cap stock. We don't care what sector. We want to find it with a price to earnings ratio less than 25. And we want to find it with net income Greater than 50 million. Now that's a lot of results. So let's add some more filters. Let's find, what else have we got here? Something with a dividend, a forward dividend yield. Close that off. Forward dividend yield greater than, let's say greater than 3%. Oh, let's make that higher. Let's let's refine this right down. Let's add in some small caps. Let's find price to earnings ratio less than 12 with net income greater than 50 million and a forward dividend greater than five. Okay, let's have a look. Let's see if that brings up something interesting. Okay, so there's there's loads here and I'm not 100% sure why we've lost our region. Um, let me see if I can find region back again. Uh, it should be in here somewhere. Uh, maybe we can pull up exchange, see if that makes a difference. Anyway, all right. Well, we're going to leave it in the in the US for some reason. Region's dropped off. What you'll typically find is you can change the region to whatever you want. Um, but applying those filters, we've got our P ratio information over here, um, and we've got a whole bunch of different stocks. So let's, again, looking at the trends, not all ideal. Expand that view out. you can start to see a whole bunch of different companies what we can also do is we can actually arrange these not according to that go back to my filter unable to load screen okay well This demonstration isn't necessarily going 100% according to plan, which is the wonderful thing about live broadcasting. Let's try that again. Go away, United States. Come back, United Kingdom, please. Okay. Now let's go small caps. Let's add some filters. We want our... ah. there was region tucked away over there. I now know at least how to add it back because that never usually drops off. Uh, let's go one-year percent change in net income. Let's go. Where's my price-to-earnings ratio? Price-to-earnings. Right. Let's see if we can get here. Uh, net income change percentage greater than 20%. And price-to-earnings less than 20 And then let's find those stocks. There we go. So we've got 32 results here. Now I keep doing price to earnings less than is because ultimately, if we can find something that is profitable and its price is quite low comparative to its earnings, that does give us reason to investigate more and ask why. Now, it might be that there's very little growth prospects or it might just be one of those grinding stocks that just constantly generates earnings and just goes about its business and that its price is just pretty fairly priced out. Um, You see low PAs with things like automakers because of the somewhat of a reliability of, of generation of earnings that they can create. Um, high P PE earnings can mean that effectively uh the the price is trading on a on a much greater potential future value. And so theoretically, very high PE ratios do tend to be riskier. Um, low PE ratios do tend to be more industrial style stocks that just like to, as I say, grind away. Um Right, so what do we got here? We got a few in the market cap. So Greencoat, tiny little market cap. Um, Tridex Eurobox, again, tiny little market cap. The UK has got all of these overseas listings that come up with this, but you can filter through them pretty easy. Tufton, Oceanic, Asset, Assets Limited. Again, all these tiny, small stocks fit into our small and mid-cap we expand that universe out and just go for all caps and then we find out stocks still are they going to pull us up with 32 (laughs) okay well again that's what these filters help to do Uh, if we then filter by market cap let's go with the big stuff first so what do you got Real estate investments limited, no, not so much. Expand that out. Got some other companies here. I don't think it's necessarily pulled in the large cap stuff. Right, let's take out market cap. that net income pull that forward out dividend yield keeps pulling back all my old filters right let's just stick with this find stocks okay that seems like it's far too many because the one year net change in net income greater than 20% is quite high And the p is less than 20 but we can have a look so something like what do we got here glencore for instance if we open that up see the p ratio is 5.1 earnings per share 1.1 yield 4.3 go to the financials or the statistics and you'll be able to see further detail so again the point of all of this is relatively straightforward Uh, yahoo finance stock screeners create your own screeners you've got a wealth of data and information here my uh, computer appears to be a bit laggy at the moment uh, which is fine but the principles are the same you can use these tools to filter stocks to find stocks uh that fit your investment criteria dividend paying income growth low price to earnings ratios um, different markets, different income, uh, maybe growth stocks, you know, there's a whole range of different combinations and permutations you can use to help you find and uncover different stocks from around the world. Um, And it's a really just useful central tool to initiate further research uh, on any particular stock that you're looking for in the market. I would supplement that with uh, another good resource to go to is if you're looking on the London Stock Exchange and you've found a stock, you could go to the actual London Stock Exchange website. Um, what that will then do is you can take the information from what you found on Yahoo. So for instance, for something like Glencore, you can then search for that in the London Stock Exchange site, clicking through to that. It gives you all the LSE information, gives you a whole bunch of extra data on the income analysis, the company page, their latest announcements, which you'll also find, latest reports. You get details on the investor relations. Um, this is a very useful part of your research process when you want to get make sure that the information you're getting is, is accurate and up-to-date again the rns feeds come straight through to the london stock exchange as well so i think if you're starting out and trying to figure out where do you even start with with your research uh, a great great point is to go to yahoo finance use the stock screeners uh, go to the something like the london stock exchange if you're looking on the london stock exchange uh, and then you know use what you found through your stock screeners to gather more data and information, the uh, announcements and RNS feeds from those particular companies as well. well. You can also go to the company website. London Stock Exchange again is just a useful centralized data aggregation tool to bring all that together. So anyway, while the demonstration hasn't necessarily gone according to plan, hopefully you've at least gathered the basics of how to use a free tool like Yahoo Finance to screen stocks, and then use something like the London Stock Exchange to supplement and add to your research. Uh, Hopefully you've found this helpful to a certain degree. Um, I'll be back again with you next week, hopefully with Shay, where we'll have uh, further discussion about all things investment and market related, uh, which I hope you will join us for then. So anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, We'll be back again with you next week. Bye for now.